I don't really want one. I'm good, man. No, I just thought I would press in this. thought I'd class this joint up a little bit for your cocktail. Yeah, I really, if I was I wasn't trying to get away with anything, but I forgot you had all that music uh, queued up, so I could have been like, hey, just play the drink making music. <laughs> this is the new drink making music. <laughs> it's kind of funny because the little drums in the back kind of sound like ice cubes going into a drink. You know what I mean? It's perfect. Yeah. What you making? Uh, this is a Jameson on the rocks. Jameson on the rocks. No, no, no water. No ginger ale. No club soda. Um, no, but I let it melt pretty good. Oh yeah, you shake it around a little bit. Do you do? Do you got yeah. one big rock? You got like what's your rock situation? No, because I think um, and and this is, uh, well, this is kind of dumb, but. This is my first bottle of uh, decent booze I've ever bought. <laughs> and have... it was like while I was quarantined and like I had a couple of bad hangovers and I was like, why am I drinking a fucking $11 half gallon of vodka? But that's like, I never had a problem with that. I was like, I don't, I don't like wine. I don't like scotch. I don't whatever. I want to just whatever's cheap and few calories that's going to get me drunk is yeah. like what you know it's i'm just i'm just in it for the way it makes my body feel you're like a but, big drinker right yeah how much how much would you say you drink do you drink every day yes are you comfortable saying all of this yeah who's gonna listen to this shit I think maybe that's why I hesitated, like, wow, really? But, yeah, no, I, uh... You drink a lot. Yes. Yeah. I've slowed down, I've slowed down a whole lot, like, sort of, since you and I have uh, really gotten to know each other. <laughs> why? But, I mean, when you... What's up? Why, why did you slow down after you met me? What's the reason for that? Well, you weren't the catalyst for it. Uh, really, oh. just health reasons. Just you were feeling like you started to feel it a lot more, or what? Yeah, yeah. Just um, it's kind of that thing where it's like I, I don't really know what it's like to feel just like a hundred percent, and you know, be like, oh shit, this day I'm hungover. Yesterday I felt great. It's like just different variations of kind of feeling like shit. Yeah. But. Feel- uh, so this has been good though. Like uh, I'll do one, maybe two of these. Like let's just call them doubles. Yeah. Uh, on the rocks, couple and I'll drink a couple beers instead of just like trying to get. Yeah, that cheap shit will like get you really hungover, dude. That's true. Have you yeah. had the, Have you had white claws yet? You tried those. So, I think, uh, uh, man, this was like two years ago. And I had been doing that keto diet. Yeah. I'm like a uh, hipster keto. Like I was doing it before it was cool. A buddy turned me on to it. Yeah. But then, so like I do all the cooking for me and Katie. So it got weird. Like I stopped cooking things she would want to eat because I was just cooking all this weird shit. Yeah. So she started, she started doing it. And that was like right when White Claws first came out. So we started doing those, and then me being the lush that I am, and I was like, uh, 
this is back when like uh, in the like ten Panther days. It's like year year and a half ago. Yeah. And uh, we were really uh, really heavy into our alcohol consumption. So I invented a drink which I called Open Micers Delight. <laughs> and it's like a full uh, full like five ounces of vodka in the bottom of a Yeti. Yeah. Uh, and then a little splash of Mio and then a whole White Claw. And that's that's been my drink of choice for so a So that second. is three servings of alcohol, right? Oh, no, it's more than that. Okay, say it again. So, like, the amount of vodka would be, like, if you go to a bar and order, like, two doubles and dump it into a <laughs> Yeti. And then another shot of what? Oh, um, that little Mio, the little... Uh, oh, uh, water flavor. You're making these at home and putting them in a bottle, taking it with you everywhere. Yeah, just put it in a Yeti. Take it to the grocery store, <laughs> dude. Uh, I, 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 you know, my friend. I don't have any kids. You're about to have a kid. Do you have a kid already? What's your kid situation? Uh, I have an eight year old daughter from a previous relationship, yeah. uh, and then we're yeah, we got one on the way. You do the Black Me Friday my... shopping any time. Uh, not, I don't think that's as much of a thing these days with the yeah. interweb. Well, I didn't say interweb on a podcast today. <laughs> I work, uh, I work with somebody and they were, they went Black Friday shopping this year and they were talking about how they were going to sneak alcohol in to the store for Black Friday. And I was like, do you, they were going to Kohl's <laughs> and I said, do you always get drunk when you go to Kohl's? And she goes, yeah, you don't go to Kohl's sober. <laughs> <laughs> See, I love that. And I've actually done that before. It was like 10 years ago, like back before <laughs> Cyber Monday was uh, that big of a thing. Yeah. And so me me and a buddy were like, hey, we're going to go with each other and do all of our Christmas shopping. And between each store, we'll go to a bar and do like a beer and two shots or whatever. Yeah. So but, your, normal, uh, your normal shot is tequila undressed? I do a lime with it. A lime with it? Yeah, yeah. but I... Um, I had a talk with Katie, and I said, "Hey, when this uh, when this whole thing's over with and the world's put back together, what if I was a whiskey guy?" And she's like, <laughs> "She's like, let's let's go uh, get you a bottle of something that's not uh, in a plastic bottle." Yeah, <laughs> no KD this time. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, we were doing a. We had a week, I think, right before the shutdown. Where one of us, I bought you a shot, and I didn't know that you don't really drink that. So yes, I, at Mad Hatter. Yes. Because I buy that shot for people. I go, do you want a shot? And then I buy Well Tequila Undressed. And people are like, what? <laughs> I'm like, do you not want a shot? Because I don't, you know, it's my, sh I'm buying it. Yeah, you were laughing at the face I was making. And yeah. then I showed you that my arm had goosebumps. And you were like, ha, ha, ha. And I was like. No, I mean, all that is true, but this is also what I'm going to take in five minutes when you're out smoking. I know. And then, well, then it started kind of becoming a thing where, like, the next three times we saw each other, we were buying each other a lot of those shots. And I had heartburn for, like, a week after that. <laughs> yeah, because it's well tequila, dude. It'll really... It's it's it, going to burn a hole through you, dude. Yeah, your acid reflux will really get up there. Yeah. Do you, do you eat a... Do, when, you're, when you're eating a keto... When did you stop doing that? Um, well, I was doing it for a, like the most success I ever had with it was like right before I started comedy. 
uh, and then I I started it up again w- one more time, like maybe a year in. Yeah. Uh, but how's your open mic? Is it going to be canceled? Is that bar going to get shut down? I th- I think they were barely hanging on. Yeah. Uh, so that yeah yeah this is probably it for them, and I feel like there's a lot of places like that. Yeah, dude. It just to just to think that you can be a mom and pop business, especially anything besides a bar, yeah, is like pretty brave, you know, and pretty yeah. admirable. And now it's just like, unless you, unless you were like a doctor, yeah, that oh that owned a little antique shop that he didn't need to make money on. He just it was a passion project. He wanted to own an antique shop. Yeah, all all fucking mom and pop is like gonna be wiped out. If you got to own up, open up your own little shop, we'll say non-bar. What kind of local business are you trying to own? Not a bar, not a not comedy related. Uh, I mean, I, I like really uh, restaurants is all I've ever done. So I could not sell booze, but still sell food, and I would feel uh, comfortable doing that. I'd like to do a food truck, dude. Food truck think... always sounds like a fun idea. That's like the tiny house of three years ago, like you know. Yeah, I just think that that's that's why I steer away from shit like that. It's like that's I think I'd be good at it because I love food and I all I know is restaurant stuff. But yeah, I think every idiot that's never been to college and wants to have his own business thinks he can have a food truck. Yeah. And I'm sure if you looked it up, there's like a big, huge failure rate. And but Let's look yeah, I'd try something like that. Let's look it up. What would that be like a success? What's the success rate? Yeah, I think that'd be what you'd type. There it is. All right, it says here, achieving success in the food truck world is much more complex than is often perceived. 60% going under within three years of opening. See, that's uh, that's how much of a pessimist I am. I thought it would be worse than that. Really? You know what they say? The number one reason that food trucks go out of fail go on to fail. What's that? Oversimplification. You think you can just make tacos and people will buy them? I guess. Yeah, I mean, I could. Yeah. Or is it like, oh, we're only gonna do like we don't need nine tacos on the menu. This taco is great for everybody. Yeah, I'm not because sure it's such a it's such a novelty thing, you know. When like mm-hmm. a restaurant comes out with like a food truck menu, it's like it's just stony shit, you know. Like, oh, what can we add that would be weird but good? Yeah, I had a vegan poke bowl out of a side of a truck once though, and it was the best meal of my entire life. You can get some good shit. You can also get some garbage, and you're just like, you got to, th- you know. It's got to be a lot of competition, and but I, it's also like anything else. If you've got marketing, you've got a fucking presence on Instagram, you know, a good branding probably goes way further, especially in a business like that, than like having great a Cuban sandwich or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. You ever had that French sandwich where you dip it? Uh, that's like my go-to, yeah. I don't know what that French sandwich that you dip is called, but But if you I see that it. on a menu, you're going to get it? Pretty much, yeah. I I always thought that um, it was kind of not that cool to. I never had. I always had tomato soup, and I had grilled cheeses, but I never had the combo. 
until I was like 22 years old. I went to a restaurant and they had it on the menu and I tried it and it was really, I thought this is amazing. Yeah. It's a game changer. But then I went home and I made my own tomato soup and my own grilled cheese that I knew how to make. And mine was better. That's, (laughs) that's kind of my, uh, my whole thing, man, is why I'm so obsessed with cooking is like, I think I've gotten to the point where nine times out of 10, it's not that I can make it better than a restaurant, but I just know what I like. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. It sounds like a douchey thing to say like, Oh, I'm going to go to this fancy restaurant and pay $50 for a steak when I can make whatever, blah, blah. But there's a lot of truth to that though. Like it's a lot cheaper to just make your own steak at home and it normally will be just as good like i've never gone to a steakhouse and paid a bunch of money for a steak and been like that was damn good steak you know i've always been like eight ounces dude i just paid like you know what i mean because if i'm at home (laughs) dude i could just buy those fucking nasa chicken fucking pork chop cuts of steak that you see throw it in a pan and it's gonna taste better dude honestly yeah, but at the same time, if you're like on a date and your fucking girlfriend's steak is overcooked and you're like, uh, sir, this is ridiculous. We paid thirty five dollars for this steak, then you're gonna you're gonna be a hero. If you cook a steak and serve it and it's like medium well to well, you gotta be like Sorry, it's just it felt like I think it had uh, it wasn't as fatty as I thought, so I didn't <laughs> There's much less of a chance of coming off like an asshole if you go to a restaurant and get you just take that's a bunch of responsibility off your plate for the date. Yeah, I mean, let alone the dishes and all that shit. But I also find so this is what I've learned in uh, starting to bake recently and also baking a shitload during this thing is that like if you said if you and I were going to go on a double date and we said, hey, dude, if we go to freaking Bob's. And try and do a double date with fancy wine and high-end food. We're going to spend $200 easy. Let's just go to the grocery store and and we we can cook. Let's make it ourselves. By the time you buy all the shit that you would never buy, like heavy whipping cream and buttermilk (laughs) and and fresh pine. You know how much a thing of like fresh herb, like fresh basil? It's like like $7 for a little thing. So by the time you spend all that... You've spent almost as much as you would at a restaurant. And also and your that, house like causes you chaos every time you open Yeah, you set off the fire alarm and all, <laughs> all this shit. But then once you start, like especially with baking, because it uses all the same shit for every recipe. Yeah. Once you have a giant bag of flour and a giant bag of sugar and some yeast, like everything else is almost free. It's like you an know, investment. You, yeah, exactly. Yeah, once you once you have all that shit that'll never go bad. Yeah. And you just have to buy like one or two things. It's like, so, oh shit, I got a bunch of free dessert this week. You're baking cakes and stuff, brownies? Uh I do mostly like breads and just like random uh breads? random weird shit. Like just bread? Yeah, because I like to bake, but I don't want to eat like a big dessert every day, and it's just me and her. So like, <laughs> yeah, everything I make is like I try and not make a huge batch of it, and still like, hey, we got, dude, are these the best cinnamon rolls you've ever had? 
Okay, good, because we're having them for breakfast every day this week. <laughs> but, so yeah, I've been making just like uh, whatever you can bake, but also eat for dinner. Yeah. I liked. I always liked cooking a lot more when I was a vegan, because I find that having like certain restrictions on what you can cook with makes it a little bit more fun when you make something really good. I definitely feel that. Uh, back when I used to do the keto thing, it's kind of the same thing. Like you feel like you got away with something. Yeah. If you make a pizza with cauliflower shit, it's like got no carbs. You're like, we're not having carbs. We're fucking eating pizza. Yeah. But I don't know how it is with vegan stuff. But you Dude, I had a cauliflower pizza so yesterday. many times with the no carb thing, trying to make real food. You fail so many times. Yeah, I did for sure. I mean, I had some success, but like, you ever just. You ha- does it ever happen to you where you just, like, fuck something up so bad you just have to throw it away? You're like, dude, nobody's going to be able to eat this. I'm sure, yeah, a couple times. Dude, one time I made eggs. I had my my girlfriend over. We don't date anymore, but I had her over, and it was in the morning, and she asked if I, you know, we. <laughs> she's like, can you make some food? And I got up, and I had some eggs, so I fried them. And then uh, for some reason... <laughs> I don't know, man. I put lettuce in them. I put spinach lettuce in them. <laughs> so it's like it's like a, a arugula mix type thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like a. I chopped them up real nice, sprinkled them in there, but a little big because I wanted it to. Yeah. But then the spinach was like cooked, so it was like Popeye cooked spinach and eggs. And then she, I was like, "Do you want any toast or anything?" And she said yes. And then when I got out there, she's still in there, you know, getting dressed and stuff. And I'm out there cooking, and I realized I don't have any toast. So I just ha- grabbed these hot dog buns, dude. <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with that? Put some jelly on that shit. I put them in the oven, put it on broil for five minutes, get them nice and toasted up a little bit. Not five minutes, maybe. I don't know. My oven sucks, though, so five minutes. Toast them up a little bit. And, uh, dude, I remember when we were breaking up one time, she was like, do you remember that time that you made eggs <laughs> and spinach on hot dogs? She brought it up. <laughs> She's like, that was fucking disgusting, and you just like were pretending that it was good, and I was like, I thought it tasted fine. <laughs> oh wow, that's how you know you cooked a fucking bad meal. I thought it was good. I didn't think it Somebody tasted bad. Somebody brings it think... up months later as a fucking tool <laughs> for the breakup. I mean, it was definitely like a texture thing, dude, or something. Oh, and then one time, this another girlfriend I had, we went to go visit her friends, and I had told her. Her friend, we had been like talking, and she's like, well, what do you all want me to make? Because me and her were both vegetarian, and this girl wasn't. She's like, I, I just get pe- pepperoni pizza normally, so what do you want me to make? I'll cook you guys something. And I said, uh, you know, I really like like pasta. She goes, okay, I'll make a, you know. So she made like this zucchini noodle pasta with like guacamole sauce. And it she just put way too much sauce in it, and it had... It had like yeah, so it's basically soup. <laughs> yeah, it's like basically like guacamole <laughs> soup, and it, it had like negative flavor. Like it's hard to describe. It's imagine. I think like it, when I get coronavirus and I lose my sense of taste and smell, that's what it's gonna be like. Sounds right. You know what I mean? It's just it like when I put it in my mouth and it was like it was like it had like it didn't not have a taste. It was like it just tasted like bad energy like just bad vibes like it didn't have like a flavor that i could describe to you it, it just tasted like bad <laughs> it just like my put it in my face and i was like i'm unhappier now because this is inside of me you know what i mean i mean 
Yeah, avocado's like that, dude. If you can just eat avocado without putting a bunch of salt and shit on it, then uh, you already, yeah, you deserve the corona because you won't change. <laughs> you, <laughs> avocado, yeah, I mean, it's 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 so good. It's like a healthy fat or whatever, right? But then you Yeah, but add... you need jalapenos and garlic and whatever else goes in guacamole. <laughs> uh, d- spicy food, you, you like spicy stuff? You do the wing challenge at your mind. Yeah, I uh, I'm nuts about spicy shit, and I had to uh, had to pretend like those wings were hotter than they were. Oh, really? You played it up a little bit? A little bit, yeah. Because I was, you know, I think yeah. Michael and Matt said the same thing. So maybe you should just get like a different sauce. Well, they I think they made it hotter the second time or something. But that's I think that's the thing is it wasn't a sauce; it was a dry rub. Oh yeah. So there's there's ground up. Uh, like ghost pepper and Carolina Reaper flakes in the rub. Yeah. But it's not like a wet thing that'll get on your mouth and in your fucking teeth and whatever like it is like on hot ones or yeah. whatever. But yeah, I love I love spicy food. Are we doing a food podcast? Because I am having a great time. We're just talking about whatever we can talk about that doesn't sound as broken and paused out as it did <laughs> earlier. oh no (laughs) yeah i didn't even tell you this yet but i deleted like 20 minutes of this already because it was just nothing was happening just it looks like a flat line on the screen sometimes Uh, our fans are not happy about that they were promised an unedited dude I, i this is still unedited i needed to play the theme song again but i didn't i never did so there's no theme song at the beginning of this episode either he said it was. Oof. Well, then, how's this? <laughs> how's what? What were you gonna say? I don't know. I was just, I was just enjoying the silence. I'm not talking to you. Silence. I think it's my fault. You know, I don't know really what to ask you. I'm nervous. I got to be honest with you, Steve. You're like the funniest person in the whole world, and I really wanted this to be the great interview. I think this is bullshit. I think you only say that to me because I've said it to you, and now it's it would be weird. No, I really think that. I think I told somebody yesterday that I thought you were the funniest person in the whole world. Well, that's insane. Why? Why is that insane? I'm not saying you're the best comedian in the world. I think that you're funny, the funniest. Well, that is nice of you to say. Why is it? Why are you getting so <laughs> nervous? Say what? Why are you getting nervous? You're like, that's so nice. Thank you. Oh, I don't know. I'm just a fucking weirdo i guess but i don't know i feel like you and i have said that to each other a handful of times and i know that i'm i 100 percent mean it but uh it, it just it just i don't know there we go it's so weird that pick up yes all right i want to make sure i got that on the drink song i think it's my fault i think that this has been a very slow interview because of me because you're i i'm just not asking the right questions (laughs) but we got into talking about food and it was good it was like this you know what i mean (laughs) yeah (laughs) when we were talking about like you know you're like talking about like how to bake and stuff dude dishes how do you get through the dishes that's my big question 
Oh, dude, it's, I mean, it's always a nightmare, but I feel like it's been, uh, it's been worse since I've been locked in this goddamn house. Dude, what, uh, <laughs> are you the primary dish, dish doer in the household or does Katie do most of the dishes? Uh, I think I always kind of am, but especially now cause she's still working and oh, I'm not really? and she's preggers. So she's it's pregnant like, and she's working right now. Yeah. So the guilt level is super high for yeah, Stevie. Man. She's risking her life, dude. No, she's working from home. Oh, oh, dude, she can do some dishes. Are you kidding me? No, she totally can, and she totally would, but I would prefer her not to. Why? Well, because what? Uh, Don't you do all the baking? I do all the cooking. Uh-huh. And I do all the, uh, and I try and do as much housework as I can. And then like that a, way. You're like a good, you're good at that, you think? Are you? Would you say you're better than like the average sitcom husband at doing <laughs> at housework yeah being a no husband. i think that's what i'm so scatterbrained that like it probably takes me twice as long to like just let's say just clean the house or whatever uh than it would if it was her and it would probably come out uh worse <laughs> afterwards but i still feel like uh, uh it's nice to do that's so sweet <laughs> And if I'm being weird, this dog is fucking. <laughs> You're getting like rubbed up by a dog right now. I'm getting uh, bullied, basically. You know Matt's dog? No, I've never seen Matt's dog. Oh, Matt's got this dog that he bought in Korea at a meat market. He, like saved him. But he's, no like... way. He... Yeah, that's a story he tells. That can't be true. No, that's true. It was a dog in Korea that was going to be. Killed. Butchered for meat, and he adopted it to be a pet? Yeah. That is insane that I've never heard that story, but that's awesome. Well, his dog is like, it's a bad decision, dude. You can't buy those dogs. Are they feral or what? They're just, he's like retarded. <laughs> <laughs> just a crazy mutt. No, like idiot. his brain is not as, like he is mentally, it's a mentally retarded dog, and he's blind. Okay. He's blind, and Matt has to put eye drops in his eyes all the time. And what he does is, like, you know, dogs, they're smellers. That's what they get by on, the smelling. Uh That dog, dude, just right into the crotch of every person that he meets. (laughs) And, like, I gotta. (laughs) I know you have a joke about, like, is that you? No, I don't think it's so. About a dog smelling somebody's crotch? Yeah, a dog getting up in the dick. No, that's not me. Oh. You should write a joke about it, because I bet it would be very funny, dude. I do I do have a crotch sniffer of a dog. Well, she's not that bad. She'll sniff anybody's butt or whatever. What kind of dog is it? Uh, I have two pit bulls. One is uh, just a beautiful champion of a dog, and the other is like the ultimate rescue. Uh-huh. Uh, but she's also like a pit mix, and she's the one that really likes butts. Yeah. But uh, I <laughs> I tried to have a bit one time where uh, it was like how a, a dog will chew up my socks, but like my girlfriend's uh, panties. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, listen, she's going to chew them up. If you want me to not call you foot pussy, just get your shit off the floor. <laughs> and put it in the laundry bin. <laughs> Foot pussy? 
Yeah. Instead well, of that's, 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 the, uh, that's <laughs> one of the many jokes I wrote before I was actually a comic. I was a weird guy that just wished he was a comic and would write jokes and tell them to no one. <laughs> I just imagined you walking around like a Kinko's in uniform. Like, <laughs> you guys want to hear my foot pussy joke? <laughs> I work with this guy that you would love. Maybe. You probably wouldn't hate him because he sucks, but he's a trip, dude. His name's Wolf. I mean, a lot of people suck, but if somebody's interesting and sucks, then that's at least better for to leave with a story. You're talking about the guy at your work that's uh, stuck in the <laughs> 80s or just thinks it's okay to uh, say faggot or whatever he does? He what does he everything, do? dude. His wife is 20. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> dude. So he's he's 50. He wears a he wears a bowling bowler hat sometimes. <laughs> dude, ring on every finger, dude. Hell not jewelry yeah. rings. You know well, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I like them already. No jewels, just like cheap dollar store rings. <laughs> One on every finger. Tattoos, missing teeth. Smells like cigarettes all the time. One time. We're working. It was like the second time we worked together, and we're cleaning pizza pans, deep dish pans. Wolfie goes, his name's Wolfie. Hell yeah. <laughs> of course it is. Wolfie goes, so a black, a midget, and a Jew walk into a bar, just like to me and this kid, this like 19-year-old kid that also works there. And I tuned out the rest of the joke. But then one time we're working together, and he goes, you ever seen a picture of my wife? Oh, he goes, have you seen a picture of my wife yet? <laughs> How long have you been working here? You've seen her, right? <laughs> you see my wife. And I was like, no, I guess not, man. He pulls out his phone and he shows some, like, the, the picture of this girl that, dude, I just, it broke, like, instantly broke my mind how young she looked. She looks, she looks younger than 20. So she's 19 but looks young for her age, which makes it way more... Yeah. Disturbing. This is the worst part, Steve. He goes, yep, yep. Next month is uh, it's her 21st birthday. And he goes, can't wait to take her out and get her drunk. <laughs> Isn't that weird, dude? Yeah, man, it's actually pretty gross. <laughs> it's fucking disgusting. But there's nothing I can do about it, dude. There's no HR department there or anything. Well. <laughs> I thought it was obvious how weird and gross that was, and then I like complained about it to my boss, and he's like, that's my friend. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Then you have yeah, you have like basically no recourse. <laughs> He's just gonna get to be a creepy. Anything you could do would cost you more and uh, lawyer fees or anything like that than you would receive in any kind He's of He's not doing anything illegal, I guess. 
Really? He could be getting her drunk now, I think, since it's his wife, right? Because he can buy and give her alcohol. If he's... In Texas, yeah. Yeah, as long as he's not, like, harassing you or anything, yeah, he can pretty much be the biggest piece of shit he wants. Which he is doing. Absolutely. <laughs> and he's one of these guys, he's, like, he's like super old. He makes seven twenty-five an hour delivering pizza, but they, like, let him train the new driver sometimes. So, I mean, if you talk to this guy for, like, two minutes, dude, it's just it's very obvious that he thinks he, like, runs the fucking world, dude. Man, that's... I envy that so, so much. Really? Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, like, what's really more important in this world than happiness? What other people think of you? Not really. If you If you're not self-aware and you don't know what like you just describing this person to me is hilarious and he's just he's probably telling his 20 year old wife like yeah it's got Colton at my work he thinks I'm a badass like <laughs> I would rather be that guy than the fucking smartest guy in the world you think so I think so man I don't know dude being depressed is not that bad, dude. Everybody's doing it anyway. You might as well, like, just be aware. I mean, it's... The I mean, time it's not... to be aware of your own mental illness is now. So, yeah, yeah you... I'm just saying, like, that guy walks through his life thinking... I just... I, I don't know, man. That's kind of scary, right? But at the same time, like, you probably hear this conversation be like, that's ridiculous. It's just... He's... We're just... He's on a totally different plane of existence as me, I guess. Yeah, and I think he's winning. You know, no matter what, no matter what success you have going forward, you're you're an introspective person, and you're you're gonna worry about so many more things. And he's gonna be like sixty five retiring from that pizza place just looking back on his life of being a badass and a fucking lady killer and he's going to talk about you like you used to look up to him like being delusional and and just blissfully ignorant is where it's at <laughs>